gentlemen, welcome to Freedom Wire, your number one source for patriotic truth. The crew is here today, minus one Grace Saldana, and we're going to talk about the incredible hearings in Michigan and other evidence of voter fraud found in Pennsylvania, Georgia, everywhere. And nobody's talking about it, not even Fox News. It seems like uh, OAN is the only channel that's talking about it, but we're going to talk about it. And we're going to go into some details about what has been found in these places that uh, might have swung the, the election to Joe Biden's, uh, Joe Biden. Uh, before we get started, please do us a favor, like the video, share the video if you, if you want to make people angry. Also, comment below, what do you think? Do you think there was voter fraud? Yes or no? Let us know below. Also, uh, please subscribe to the channel. And if you haven't already, please hit the notifications bell. That way you'll know every time a new episode is up. Also, become a member of Freedom Wire, real easy. Bottom right-hand side of the screen, click on the link, give us your email and start getting stories that are important to conservatives like you. But wait until the end of the video because we got to get into a lot of good stuff here. Uh, guys, that hearing, what the heck is going on in Michigan? Um, Let's go to the Michigander that we have on, on, on staff. One, Mr. Ryan James. Ryan James, what is wrong with your state? And why did you lose the election for Donald Trump? This is a question we ask him a lot, as it turns out. I just want to, I want the record to show since I moved out of there, everything's gone to, gone to hell, okay? So I, clearly I was keeping that state together. You were the glue, Ryan. And I moved to Florida and the election runs smooth for the first time ever. So I'm just saying there's got to be something to it. I don't know. But uh, so so the city of Detroit and Giuliani hit on it last night at the hearing. It was for those that didn't watch. It was the well, you, I don't blame you if you didn't watch it because it wasn't on any of the networks barely. So it's not really your fault if you didn't watch. But it was a House Oversight Committee in the, the election process in in, uh, in Michigan in front of, at the Anderson building. I know right where that is. And Lansing and all that. I'll spare you all those details. But long story short, they get there. Giuliani and uh, Jenna Ellis testify, but then they have a bunch of uh, witnesses uh, that testified too that were the 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 uh, ground zero for this is the TCF Center, which is uh, Cobo Center. That's what we. If anybody's from Michigan is going to call it Cobo Center, that's it's like a new name, whatever. TCF Center in downtown Detroit. And it's kind of a backtrack Giuliani talked about too. Detroit's got a reputation for um, a long history of being very corrupt. And and I had heard anecdotally two years ago, uh, just through somebody that was involved in the process that Detroit, the, the, the workers at those polling stations were definitely not trained, if not deceitful, one or the other, you can be the, the this. Uh, so fast forward to two years later, and it's on an epic scale, we got a presidential election and so we had some, they had some people testifying. I don't know, and I know you guys watched it, but the, the fact that they were, the, the Dominion uh, uh, contract or whatever, and she's talking about how they were putting, they were basically putting ballots in when it would get jammed six, seven, eight times. So th theoretically, those ballots could be counted that many times. And there was another election worker that went up to a polling booth, or there's other ones that, went up to, that literally went up to the polling booths, apparently, according to a witness, and was coaching them to basically vote for the Joe Biden and the Democrats. There's all these kind of stories in the, T the other one was in TCF Center, same thing, they wouldn't let, and this was on the national news, they wouldn't let, they were, you know, barricading the windows or whatever, not letting people in to be uh, Republican uh, people in to view the ballots. And so there's all these kinds of stories 
and especially out of Detroit, which is the most important part of the state because that's where, for election purposes, because that's where the most of the population is in Wayne County. So all that came out last night. And not to mention, it was just very raucous. There was, you know, Giuliani, it was culture uh, clash. You get Giuliani, the brash, you know, outspoken New Yorker into the, you know, into Michigan or Midwestern a little bit late back and stuff. And the crowd was chant, he was cheering and jeering. And the, there's really, the state representative, I don't know if you watched her from Detroit, she was awful. She just was like yelling at the, uh, at the chairman. So it, after a while, it just became a crap show. But that's, that's a summary if, for those of the people that didn't see it. You know, what stood out most to me was when the one witness said that they watched ballots be put through thousands of times. Right. Thousands of times. Mm -hmm. How does this, you know, like, how is nobody talking about this? How is this being so quiet right now? I mean, I, I don't understand what's going on. I really don't get how this is happening. Well, the, the two different sides of this thing right now are, on the one hand, you have all the Dominion issues, which, first of all, wh whoever decided to name a voting software Dominion is the most ominous sounding name for a program you could come up with. That, that PR person needs to you know, reevaluate their career choices. That was not a good name for it. But, you know, there's the Dominion thing, and that's going on in a lot of states, um, not to, you know, take it off track or whatever, but over in Georgia, they just impounded a whole bunch of Dominion vote counting machines at the behest of Sidney Powell. And that all kind of goes back to the same point because everywhere Dominion was used is where they're having all the issues. And this is the thing where it seems like the program was designed to flip Trump votes to Biden votes and count Biden votes multiple times. And so that, that's what you got on one side. On the other side, there's the thing of poll workers themselves being involved in it. And these might be two completely disconnected things, but the, the big takeaway from the hearing last night was, yeah, we, we sat there and watched them put through ballots seven, eight, nine times a piece. And they did this for thousands upon thousands of votes. And the, the shocking thing to think about is that when, if this played out on a large enough scale, this was enough to tip the election. That's, that comes right on the heels of Bill Barr saying they didn't find any corruption that was enough to turn the election in Trump's favor. But this very clearly shows that there was. And, you know, Ryan and I kind of maintain that, you know, all these affidavits and everything, it wasn't enough to prove all this stuff. And now after these hearings, it kind of shows we were probably wrong a little bit, or at least like we were right to be skeptical, but, you know, fortunately, there is stuff, you know, all these affidavits don't prove 100% that, you know, it all happened exactly that way, just like you can't convict a criminal case on eyewitness testimony alone, but it's enough to get the ball rolling in a big way. And now there's so many unanswered questions and the fact that the media is silent about it, the fact that, you know, you can only go to places like OAN and a couple other more of the outsider groups, not even Fox was really covering it. And that's kind of shocking to see. Yeah, Hannity was just dipping in and out, but I'm sure he would have liked to have shown the whole thing if he could. I don't know, maybe that was a network decision. But yeah, early on with the voting fraud, like I'm just one of those guys that need to know more evidence. I wasn't going to go, well, Trump lost, my guy lost, so they must have cheated. That was always my, you know, that's why I wanted to make sure that there was more uh, 
details on this. And I just, I, I, was, I was paying attention. I was just trying to look up this, this article. This is from Just the News. I'm not going to read the whole thing. But you have, for people that didn't hear her testimony, this is the, the contractor who works for Dominion in, at the Detroit Center, at the Detroit uh, location. She goes, I called my manager to, to a specific tabulated machine, and I showed him a number on it that was over 500. So that means 500 ballots. They shouldn't be over 50. Ballots come in batches of 50. So again, that was 500. I said that we have a severe problem here, Nick, uh, she said. He, that's the manager. He, Nick, said, Melissa, I don't want to hear that. We have a problem. We are here to assist with IT. We are not here to run their election. At that point, I was really frustrated and upset. I could tell that what was going on. They were, they were cheating. It was very, very apparent. That was, that's from one of the contractors for Dominion that, was, that saw that. I don't know. Again, like Sean said, I don't I mean, it's just the ultimate form of gaslight. It's unbelievable that this isn't like the top story. One, I mean, imagine if it was the roles were reversed. We all know that. If it was Joe, if Trump had been, you know, had been named president-elect by the media and you know, whatever, and it came and it was Joe Biden that was being hosed, they would, they would, that would have been like the top story everywhere. That the fact that they were counting ballots five, ten times, it's insane. By the, so, so I just I came across a tweet by. Uh, Phil Klein, for, former, um, he's a lawyer and he's a former uh, legislator in Kansas. He said, this, and, and again, this isn't, I, I haven't been able to verify this and, and, or whatever. Uh, the number of potentially fraudulent ballots we've identified in Georgia is over 30 times greater than the margin separating Donald Trump and Joe Biden. Yeah, and that's, the, that's the suspicious thing here because they, they want to talk about it like Biden, you know, won this blowout victory. He really didn't. He, everywhere you look, we're not talking about millions of votes that separate them. It's a hundred thousand, few hundred thousand at the most, which, you know, that seems like a lot of votes. But when you ask yourself, okay, did they run these ballots 10, 15 times a piece? Suddenly it starts to paint a picture of you can see how the margins would be, you know, slimmed substantially if they found out there was all this fraud going on because that that's what made the difference. I've said it before, you guys heard me say this. If you want to cheat on a test and not get caught, you don't get every single question correct. Mm -hmm. You get just enough correct to pass or get, you know, a, a marginally good grade. You don't get 100% because you raise suspicion. This is why they didn't win down ballot. This is why this, the margin of victories in these swing states is, is, is nominal. This, this, this is either the biggest fraud that we've ever seen in any election in any country, or it is just a whole bunch of coincidence that this happened. Now, a lot would have to happen for that for each of those coincidences to line up. So it's hard to see this as anything other than the voting fraud, voter fraud that you know Trump is claiming it to be. And if it was just coincidence, you would think that somewhere along the line you'd see, oh, all these votes went to Trump in a suspicious fashion. It didn't. Coincidence does not only favor one outcome. A hundred percent of the places where it's weird, it went to Biden. It was Biden who benefited from these quote unquote coincidences. So that's enough to like, if you get enough outliers that have the same outcome, 
they're not outliers. They're just something is wrong with your system. Well, here's another thing too. Like, there's there's so many stories and people have signed affidavits. But the other one that was that one of the witnesses talked about, the Michigan one, was there was a big batch. I don't remember how many of military, you know, absentee ballots because they, you know, when they're out of state or out of country, they send in their ballots, or whatever. And they all went for Joe Biden. Are you going to tell me all military guys voted for Joe Biden in one batch? Come on. That and that's happened multiple times where they've just found all these these ballots that were only for Joe Biden to go along with what Connor said. But my favorite story, I don't mean favorite, but because it's not, it's terrible, is that a truck full of over 100,000 ballots was stolen in Pennsylvania. But how is, what? <laughs> I mean, are you serious? Like, how does that happen? <laughs> you seem somebody just like wanted to hijack a truck and just take it up like, oh, and there happened to be 100,000 ballots in it in Pennsylvania, driving from New York to Pennsylvania? Well, the good news is they, they recovered the truck and every vote in the back had gone to Joe Biden. So let's celebrate that, of course. Nothing suspicious could have happened. And obviously I'm, I'm making that up. That's not actually what happened because I don't need, did they even get the truck back? I don't know. Yeah, regardless, that shouldn't happen. That even, so even say that, there, you know, there was 50 to, you know, Trump had most of the ballots in that whatever in the truck the fact that that's just a very red flag right there why should we trust our election processes of people just leaving their trucks around and stuff like it's got to be a very secure pro i don't know if you see what i'm saying but like why are we supposed to trust these election results when you hear stories like that you know we didn't have to worry about this when voting happened at the poll right we didn't have to worry about this until the left pushed forward this vote by mail scheme because they had a plan from the beginning that's what this was. This was a plan from the beginning. Uh, and, and Trump may have made a misstep by not, by not pushing the same thing for, for the right. I don't know. But, uh, you know, because he, he said that, that gives them that plausible deniability of, well, he was against it. So no wonder Biden won by, you know, by so much with all these mail ballots. But the thing is, I've heard so many people on the right talk about, well, no, I voted by mail. So I, I don't know. I really don't know. It's such a weird situation. It's, it's the fact that people are willing to call Biden president-elect, even though this is still under investigation, is, is troublesome and worrisome. Well, it... it goes to show exactly why they're doing it, because they have an agenda. They wanted him to be president-elect, so they've declared him president-elect, and now anyone who denies it is drinking the Trump Kool-Aid, engaging in a right-wing conspiracy theory. They, they knew the outcome they wanted from the get-go. Now, obviously, anyone who votes for a person knows who they, like they want that person to win, but they were willing to take whatever steps were necessary to ensure they came out on top. And just because there's all this fraud going on, it doesn't mean that Biden didn't get a lot of votes. I'm sure he did. There's more than enough people in the country who hate Trump that would have voted for Biden anyway. But the numbers that we are seeing right now, plus all these sworn testimonies and everything, they don't add up to a legitimate election. They add up to, at the very least, we got to investigate further because there's something wrong here. This is not how election results are supposed to leave us. So somebody's lying somewhere, and I 
just based on the binders that I kept thumping last night, I'm pretty sure it's not, you know, the Trump campaign. I'm sure they're putting up a fight because they really wanted Trump to win, but they have binders full of evidence now. Anyone who tells you, oh, there is no evidence, they're being either willfully ignorant or intentionally deceitful. They, they are lying about it because there is evidence. It's just not evidence they like, so they deem it not evidence. Eyeball testimony is evidence. Right. Any court will tell you that. Yeah, well, absolutely. And the fact that I, I guarantee none of the, at least the Democrats on that committee last night in Michigan read any of those affidavits, there's no way. No way. Well, one of the moments from that that's kind of been making the rounds, and I, I think uh, Stephen Crowder just tweeted it with like one of those thug life edits, is uh, one of the committee members was essentially going after Giuliani saying, oh, you're only doing this because Trump promised you a pardon for all the illegal things you've done. And Giuliani got really heated about it, as well he should have, because that was incredibly unprofessional to do during a committee meeting like that. But he essentially says, like, anyone who says there's no evidence is either, you know, they, they aren't intelligent enough, they aren't paying enough attention to see all these things, because we have binders full of it. So, yeah, it, it, you, you have to have your head in the sand at this point to be completely unaware of it. Well, no, they just don't want to know it. it I mean, they, their guy won, so we don't need to know. <laughs> it doesn't matter how he won, he won. That's, that's what they think. It's yeah. obvious. The people who everyone counts on to get their information from, they're the ones with their head in the sand, and that leaves everyone else who relies on those people. Think about anyone who, whose only source of news is, you know, CNN, MSNBC, heck, even Fox last night didn't cover it. So they have their heads in the sand, and the viewers go around completely ignorant because nobody told them about it. You should not have to dig so deep and rely on you know, all this in-depth research and, you know, searching for these sorts of things to find out about it. If it's something this huge, it should be everywhere. You should be able to, you know, hear a reliable media functioning as the fourth estate to talk about it, but they're not because, again, it suits their agenda. Well, with regards to media, this started before the, the voting even started on the election day. It, was, it happened with the Hunter Biden story. They completely blinked. You know, they, they, we all know what happened. We don't have to rehash it. But that was like the number one search on Google. Once people started like hearing about it, they're like, oh, that sounds bad. I know anecdotally one person, person uh, was when she found out, she's a, she was like, oh, I'm voting for Biden or whatever. She found out about it. She was like, well, I ain't voting for Trump, but I ain't voting for Biden either now. So like, they could have made a difference. And I think they knew, you know, just a story like that when they found out the corruption around the Bidens. It, well, and, and this is, goes right along. I wrote an article yesterday about Project Veritas releasing the CNN uh, tapes that they've been listening to their morning meetings for the last two months. <laughs> and <laughs> uh, Jeff Zucker willfully told people to bury the Hunter Biden story. He told them to mm -hmm. bury it. That alone, I, I don't know. I don't know if that it should be considered um, voter tampering, voter fraud in itself. But the fact that the news would bury a story that would make a uh, candidate look better or worse 
is beyond uh, uh, it, it's beyond crazy to me. Now I don't know if that's a that's a criminal thing on CNN's part. That would probably be very hard to prove. But what it does prove definitively, as if we needed further evidence, is that CNN has no credibility anymore. They have forfeited the right to be called a legitimate news organization because that was such a big deal. They should have at least talked about it, should have, you know, covered it, provided that information to the people who count on them for information about what's going on in the political world, but it didn't fit their agenda. It didn't suit their goals. So from the top down, they just ordered everybody to bury it and then lump that in with the big tech censorship with Facebook and Twitter and essentially every other online platform cracking down on the New York Post and other places that were trying to break the Hunter Biden story. And it was completely buried. Like that, that was a big thing, even on, on Fox News for like a week. And then where'd it go? What happened to it? When was the last time you heard anything about Hunter? The election rolled around and now we're talking about voter fraud. Uh, there's still an active FBI investigation against the son of the guy who's being called president-elect. Nobody talks about it. It's almost like it doesn't matter because for all intents and purposes, it doesn't. The media got what they wanted. Why would they even talk about it anymore? I mean, it's, it's very concerning stuff that the fact that this, the big tech and the social media sites and the news and the news media are all working together to stifle information. Uh, we don't have a free press anymore. We just don't. I mean, you can, you know, we have freedom of the press, but are they really, are they really, no, they're, they're, you know, when Trump called him enemy of the people, originally I didn't like that because it, it, it harkens back to what Stalin and, you know, and, the, and, the, and they would used to call the enemies of the people there in the Soviet Union. But in a different context, I mean, they are, they really are working against the people because they're not, and simply just because they don't report the actual facts. That's the thing. They're completely, they're burying the facts and they're lying about it. They're actively doing this. It's one thing, they, it's just, reporting should be real simple. They should just find the facts, report the facts, and then we get to decide what we make of them. You know what I mean? Like we can come shook on our own conclusions and that that's just not happening. Yeah, a lot has, <laughs> this is, this is big guys. And, and, and the fact it, it's, it's, it's baffling that it's so big that, that it, they're able to hide it. Mm -hmm. That's what's crazy. Uh, but that's what happens when you control the mainstream media. So uh, I think we'll go ahead and end it there. Hopefully, ladies and gentlemen, you liked what you heard. I don't know why I'm so dark today. I don't know what's going on. But oh, what's that? I'm hiding in the shadows. Yeah. Maybe I don't want to get caught. Um, but uh, thank you for listening. If you like what you heard, please, again, like the video, share the video, comment below. How much fraud do you think happened? Do you think it was enough to swing the election Biden's way? Let us know below. Also, uh, please subscribe to the channel and hit the notifications bell. That way you'll know anytime a new episode is up. Also, become a member of FreedomWire. Totally easy, totally free. Click the right-hand side of the screen or in the video, right hand, bottom right-hand side. There's a link there. It'll take you to freedomwire.com. Give us your email. We'll start sending you stories that are important to conservatives like you and us, and you probably won't read anywhere else because the conservative voice is being silenced in America. All right, boys, we have anything you want to sign off with? Yeah, I just wanted to just, uh, page. 
Respect to Walter Williams, a great economist and conservative intellectual, real freedom fighter. He passed away uh, the other night, and I just think that should, he should be acknowledged. And if, if you haven't read any of his stuff, just you should go look it up because he really – he happened to be black too. I only say that because the left thinks they own, you know, black people basically. And he could think for himself and just a great intellectual giant, and we lost him the other day. So our uh, prayers are out to his family. Yeah. I'll, I'll throw in a reminder to – check links in the description for articles and stuff we talked about today. And also as a shameless plug for other video content on the channel, uh, right now Grace is on the uh, March for Trump bus tour. Uh, she'll be there for, I think, the rest of the week, next few days. She's been doing video updates every day, telling us what's going on, talking about the turnout and all that. So just check out the channel homepage for links to that. That's all up there. Uh, pretty fascinating stuff. She's out there doing the good work for us on the ground, and uh, she'll be back pretty sh pretty soon. But uh, yeah, go check those out and like, comment, and subscribe with those too. That tells you how much she likes us. She has to go on a tour for 13 days to get away from yeah. that. <laughs> well, I'm just going to remind you guys, this fight is not over. It's long from over. Hopefully, the truth prevails, regardless of what it is. We want the truth. We want a clean election. We just feel it went in Trump's way. Also, Epstein didn't kill himself. God bless you guys, and stay free, America.